Hello, this is a voice in the darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. Whether you are at home or at work, in your car, maybe you're outdoors or possibly in the gym or in a hospital room. Wherever you are, I am so glad that you tuned in on today. The purpose of a Voice in the Darkness podcast is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. So many people today are walking through transitions or difficult time. And, and when, you know, being in a tight place like this, sometimes you want to give up and throw in the towel. But I'm here to encourage you today not to give up, not to give in, and not to throw in the towel. You got this. Some of you may ask, Gwendolyn, why are you so confident? Well, I've walked through many difficult transitions in my life. And God in his goodness used people to encourage me and literally one word change my direction and posture and everything about my situation begin to shift and change why because my perspective changed and that's what I want to encourage you today to have an open heart maybe you're a new listener maybe you are a regular subscriber but I'm so glad that you are here today because you are an overcomer you got this listen you can make it you can do this and I just want to encourage you not to give up today okay let's begin let's begin in this beautiful February month of February I am Gwendolyn Forte and I want to just encourage you with this week's episode it is entitled having faith in adverse circumstances so I don't it's, it's a play on words but I'm not saying to have faith in that circumstance but while you're in it right you want to still exemplify faith. Even if you are walking through adverse times or adverse circumstances while you're in it, you need to um, have faith in God. Okay, so we're having faith even when we're experiencing adverse times or difficult times or hardships. Today's title is having faith in adverse circumstances. So I want to encourage you today, especially maybe if this is your first time, maybe you're in your car right now. Now, tune in and maybe if you want to take notes, take notes or listen later to the replay. But when I'm saying the word adverse, adverse is preventing success or development. OK, another synonym for adverse is harmful, unfavorable, unfortunate, disadvantageous, untimely, opposed at odds. I'm going to say that again. It's preventing success or development, harmful, unfavorable, unfortunate, dis disadvantageous, untimely, opposed, at odds. These are some few words so you can understand when we're saying adverse. Are you experiencing anything adverse today in your life, in your relationship, in your family, in your body, in your ministry, in your marriage? Come on. Are you experiencing any odds, things that are opposing you, things that happen in your life untimely? Do you feel like things are not advantageous for you right now? Maybe you have experienced some unfavorable 
horrible or unfortunate events that happen in your life, whether it's a death, whether it's a, a breakdown or a breakup, maybe it could be a loss of a job or a relationship, whatever it is, hear me today. I want to encourage you to have faith, have faith in God, believe him and believe his word. As you know, my favorite book, is the word of God, is the Bible, the Holy Bible. And I want to encourage you from the book of Luke, which is out of the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I want to encourage you from this book. And if you can um, go with me to Luke chapter five, and these are some two awesome stories, very practical, very down to earth. And I'm going to read it to you in the New Living Translation, okay? And I'm going to actually start at the first verse. And this is a story about Jesus and his his disciples. And it says one day, this is verse one in Luke chapter five. It says one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and washing their nets. So stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, who was its owner, to push it out into the water. So what happened was he sat on the boat and taught the crowds from there. So Jesus got on these boats and he got on one of them and he taught these crowds of people from the inside of the boat, sitting in the, sitting in the boat on the water. Verse four, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let your nets to catch some fish. Let down your nets to catch some fish. <laughs> Verse five, master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. Verse six, and this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. And then listen, a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish on the verge of sinking. Verse 8. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. Verse 10, his partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishers of people. Verse 11, as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. What a powerful, powerful story. What a powerful reality. What a powerful um, ex experience that Peter and the disciples had on this day with Jesus. He was out all night. Now, many of you know, you've been doing some things over and over again, and the situation is not working out the way you thought it would. Someone told you 
that your body would be healed if you ate certain things, if you if you did certain exercises, if you took a certain medication and things aren't the best right now for you. They're telling you a negative prognosis at the doctor's office or maybe you got married full of hope, full of excitement, full of faith. And right now you're experiencing such great hardship and adverse times in that marriage. Maybe you were believing for a child and you're pregnant and you're in your second trimester and there's complications. Okay, listen, maybe you have started a business and it was very hopeful in the beginning and you had the investments and all the finances and then maybe an investor pulled out. Huh? Maybe you're at a place where you're almost at the place where you will graduate And that one class that you need, you didn't pass. My God, they're threatening that you won't walk. Whatever it is, whatever that adverse situation is, Peter was sharing that with the Lord. Peter was saying, God, he was saying, Jesus, listen, I was out all night fishing and fishing and I didn't catch anything. And you're telling me now? To go into the deep and let down my net when I've been sitting right here in the deep, letting down my net all night. Do you hear me? That is where Peter's heart was. He was in an adverse situation. But now I believe every last one of us, I don't care who you are today. There is something on the inside that I believe that God is speaking to you to have faith, even in the midst of opposition Even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of trials, can you believe? Can you have faith in what God has told you? Can you believe today? I want to tell you another story. That same chapter, Luke chapter 5, verse 12. I want to read 12 through 14. Same chapter. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with a advanced case of leprosy okay the scriptures make sure to let you know what type of leprosy it wasn't the baby leprosy it wasn't uh, the new leprosy it was an advanced case of leprosy when the man saw jesus listen he bowed with his face to the ground begging to be healed lord he said if you are willing you can heal me and make me clean verse 13 jesus reached out and touched him and he said i am willing be healed. And instantly the leprosy, the leprosy disappeared. Verse 14. Then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what had happened. And he said, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Here we are, a man with an advanced case of a sickness of that day that you never saw a cure for. They walked around a lifetime in shame, 
They were outcasts of their day. They were sick in their body. And here this leper came up to Jesus with an ad, with a, a, a advanced case of leprosy. And when Jesus saw him and the man saw Jesus, he bowed his head and he worshiped and he begged him, heal me, heal me, heal me. And Jesus said, he said, if you're willing, Lord, make me clean and heal me. And Jesus reached out and he said, I'm willing and be healed. And instantly that miracle happened for him. Just like in the story before, Jesus told Peter, go in the deep and let down your net. And Peter did it and he let down his net. And there were so many fish that listen, their nets were a break, almost breaking. They were filled up with two boats and a miracle happened for Peter and the disciples. And now we see this leper with an advanced case of leprosy. And we now see that Jesus instantaneously healed him. And then he told him, go, 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 take an offering take an offering, right? That it would be a public testimony that you have been cleansed, right? That you have been healed. Do this, go to the priest. So now we see here that God will answer your prayer. He hears you. But I believe there are some keys that we can learn from these stories. And number one, we must see that there has to be an element of obedience. We have to obey God in story number one with Peter. It didn't matter what Peter was experiencing. It didn't matter. It wasn't like Jesus was careless, but Jesus still instructed him in the midst of that hardship, in the midst of that hard time, in the midst of what you're going through right now. God may be speaking to your heart to do something that you feel like, why should I do that? But you need to obey. Hear me today. Obey God. Number two. Do not rehearse the problem. Listen, you could talk about that problem all day and night, and it's not going to get better by talking about it. Why am I saying this? Because this is what we see in the first story, right? We see this in the first story. Jesus told him in verse four, now go out where it is deeper. Let down your nets to catch some fish. Let me tell you what Peter said immediately in verse five. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. He started to tell him the problem. And I'm saying to you, number two, do not rehearse your problem. But the good thing about it is I want to say today, have a little bit of faith. Number three, have a little bit of faith, have a little bit of faith, have a little bit of faith. He said, but if you say so, I'll let down my net again. And guess what? He caught so much fish it just blew his mind number four obey god so i'm gonna read those to you again number one obey god number two do not rehearse the problem number three have a little bit of faith and number four again obey god i started with obey god i'm gonna close with obey god why because we see in the second story we could just see right there from verse three have a little bit of faith and this man had some he said, if you're willing, you can heal me. And he went to Jesus right there. And then instantaneously in this adverse circumstance, listen, God healed him. And I want to say today, he gave him an instruction. And usually when God does something miraculously, he gives an instruction. When he did, um, he, he touched the woman. Listen, when they were judging her in adultery. Okay. He forgave her. But he said, sin no more. He said, I don't judge you. Sin no more. Sin no more. To be liberated in your mind, in your conscience, in your soul from the bondage of sin. And then he gave her an instruction, sin no more. 
And now here, he healed this leper and he gave him, he gave him an instruction and said, go to the priest and let him examine you. And then take an offering, take an offering. Come on. We got to obey God. Do you hear me? Number one, obey God. Number two, do not rehearse the problem. Number three, have a little bit of faith. And number four, obey God. No matter what situation you're facing today, when God is speaking to your heart, rise up and do it in the midst of adversity. Have faith. I'm telling you, because God is going to do this thing for you. He sees, he knows, he hears. Things are going to break open. Things are shifting on today. I just speak a word of blessing over you. I speak that you will not give up. You will not give in. You will not throw in the towel. You will survive. You are an overcomer. You got this. You will not say no and you will not feel, um, have a life of regret and sadness. But today that breaks and today you're stepping up to the plate. You're believing God and you're going to see a divine turnaround. God, I thank you for a divine shift, a divine turnaround. I thank you for things shifting on today and their circumstances turning around, healing in your body, relationships restored, breakthrough in your finances, things that you've been believing God for. You will see the breakthrough. You will see the miracle on today in Jesus name. My goodness. Wow. 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 I'm excited about what he's doing and I'm excited about each and every one of you. Thank you. My goodness. So much for tuning in on today. I would love for you to subscribe and like and share this podcast. And if you could write a review on Apple iTunes, I would be amazing and just share it with a friend so they can be encouraged you can locate me on spotify amazon audible iHeartRadio, apple google youtube or Castbox. love 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 each and every one of you and thank you so much for tuning in on today until next time i'm gwendolyn forte with a voice in the darkness signing off <laughs>